There's some exciting new changes that are coming to the PFC Entertainment Network. New podcasts, new hosts, new topics, new guests. It's a whole new ball game as we enter a new schedule beginning this fall for the network on Mondays and TikTok Wednesday. Watch. Followed by the flagship show, The Cause to the Heart Podcast, on Tuesdays. Wednesdays, we go back in time with Power Trippers through the age. It gets a little hot on Fridays with new episodes of The Heat Pet. And on Saturdays, you will see alternating podcasts between The Real Podcast and Turnbuckle Time Machine. Also returning this fall will be Hanging with the Hitman with Todd Gilbert and Brett Forty. You can check out all of the great shows from the PFC Network on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. You're listening to the Pure Fury Creations Entertainment Network. Views and opinions expressed on this episode are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views, opinions, or philosophies of the PFC Entertainment Network or any of the affiliates that make this show possible. This show has also been rated M for mature audiences only. I'm Jason Klaus. And over the course of my life, I have done a lot of different things. Worn a lot of different hats. But this may be my greatest endeavor yet. Welcome to my show, where on here we will discuss anything and everything that happens in the world around us and how we can go about making things better for you for me and everybody that we share this world with. I may go on rants, I will go on sidebars, but it all comes from the heart. Welcome to the Close to the Heart Podcast, the flagship show of the PFC Entertainment Network. Welcome to the Klaus to the Heart podcast, the flagship show of the PFC Entertainment Network. I'm Jason Klaus. Thank you so much for tuning in here this week. I certainly appreciate it as I do each and every week. I wasn't really sure where I was going to go with this episode. I didn't know if this was going to be a a two-topic thing, if this was going to be one straight segment where I address a a couple of different things that keep reoccurring, that keep getting brought up. And I kind of feel like that's where I'm going to go this week with with this because I, uh, (laughs) I guess I didn't realize that there are, that there are people in my life there are people in my inner circle 
And I guess there are people who are not necessarily in the inner circle. They're kind of on the outside looking in. And there's some degree of concern. Apparently, for my well-being. It's something that has been on my mind for the last couple of days. Uh, because I listened to this past Friday's edition of the heat vent with Levi Blue, uh, in which he spent the majority of the show talking about his experiences with this whole cameo thing. Now, if you haven't gone back and listened to that show, I encourage you to do so because Levi is, when he gets fired up about something, Man, that is some of the most entertaining audio that I that I hear. You know what I mean? Like probably because I know the dude inside and out. So knowing what makes him tick and knowing that he gets as fired up about things as he does, you know, that's the whole purpose of the heat vent. That's the whole concept of it. He 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 goes on the air sitting on his front porch and just observes the world, right? Now, as he started to get to the end of that episode, his target kind of shifts over a little bit. And I'm not really sure, like, I, if you listen to the whole thing, you, you could see how he made that transition. But from, from my point of view, I looked and I listened and I... I could tell that what he was saying was coming from a place that was sincere. Sincerity is one of those things that is in short supply nowadays. And as I sit here and I think about it, those people who do not tap into the sincerity of life are oftentimes more often than not the ones that live their lives in an overabundance of neg negativity like there is an umbrella of bullshit that they reside in right but when you get people who are sincere about something it it changes their approach. It changes their narrative. Because it's a part of them. It's a part of their minds and their bodies and their souls. It's part of who they are. Now, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out if you've listened to the show for any length of time, the variety of shows that we have here. And I don't want to, I mean, at the risk of breaking kayfabe, which isn't, a, you know, it's kind of a, of a practice nowadays that is gone to the wayside, gone to the way of yesteryear, whereas, you know, if you don't know what kayfabe is, it's a it's it's a term that is used in professional wrestling where you you kept the secrets of the business under wraps. 
For example, if a dude wrestled under a mask, you never revealed who was under the mask. You just went by the character or the gimmick that was presented to the public. That's keeping kayfabe. If you know what the what the secrets are to successfully have a professional wrestling match without literally killing somebody or breaking a bone or several, that's kayfabe, okay? But in this day and age where everybody's got to know everything about everything and they put it all out on social media with the intent of being Mr. or Ms. Exclusive, that they've got the bottom line, they've got the inside scoop, they've got the dirt. My God, the dirt. you got to have the dirt because it makes them feel special. Makes them feel important. Makes them feel like they're involved. Makes them feel like there's something, right? I see how people conduct themselves in this aspect, and it makes me question their, their sincerity. Makes me question just about everything in terms of their presentation. Is it real or is it bullshit? Nowadays, I don't put a whole hell of a lot of time, thought, or effort into it. If anything is coming across my radar, anything raises any kinds of red flags, I do not ignore it. In fact, I will shut the shit down. I will peg it for what it is, and then I move on without it without them because i'm not going to sit here and worry about jesus is, is this legit i don't have that kind of time man i i need to focus on the people and the situations and the scenarios that i know are legit that are real i've wasted enough time with what could be now i say all that to say that over the course of the last few years, my well-being, personally, have, has evidently become topic of conversation with me. And I know that there's been several other private conversations that have gone on in relation to is, is Jason okay? Is he really okay? We're worried about him. We're concerned. We're, we don't think he's making the right decisions. We don't think he's good. We don't think this, that, or the other thing. Life's a roller coaster, man. There's ups, downs. You go upside down. You get twisted around. But eventually, you know, all the twists and turns subside and you're coming back and it's smooth sailing. That's life. It happens. Now, a lot of times, I don't mind telling you, you know, the, my, in my situation, I'm certainly not going to talk for anybody else. But like in my situation, a lot of everything that I go through, I have. I put myself into that situation because of things that I decided, things that I um, I thought was the right thing at, the, at that time. And certainly there's been people that have tried to talk me out of this, that, or the other thing. Hey, man, you may want to think about this. You may want to think about that. And listen, make no mistake about it. I don't discount that. I don't just 
stare at you with a blank face or I don't just put the phone down when I'm on the phone with you and just let you talk. No, I listen to you. I hear what you're saying. But there's two types of people that bring that shit to me. Well, maybe three. There's ones that act like that they care. And they will try to dupe me into a situation or an environment where I feel comfortable enough to where I can start kind of peeling some of the curtain back, kind of cracking that door, you know, because around my heart and my soul are very, very, very tall walls right now, impenetrable, unless I deem otherwise. So what happens is, is you get these people that that will say anything and everything that you want to hear in an effort for them to get you comfortable to where you will start spilling the beans, so to speak. But it's not because they want to be a good friend. It's because they're trying to get information out of you that they will in turn take back to another group of people that by and large are going to use said information in a slanderous attempt to derail you. There are other people who will come across your radar under the guise of being a friend. You know, they may be. They may have some sort of personal ties to you. There may be some degree of friendship there. But here's how you you can gauge where your friendship lands on their radar could you could you maybe you've not had a crossword with this individual maybe they really do legitimately care however you may be in what i call defense mode and when defense mode happens those walls become reinforced right you just don't feel like you are at a point at this stage or during that conversation that you feel comfortable about expressing anything that you may be thinking about, that you may be feeling, that you may be dealing with. You're just not there. It could be for a variety of reasons. Most of the time, it's because you have relayed said information two people that you thought had your best interest only to have you fucked over. Now, I'm not saying that's the intent of every single person or every single friend or family member that comes up and make, you know, makes themselves available to you. They want to know what's going on. They're worried about you. They're, they're going to tell you this, why well, I'm worried about you. And I need to know that you're good. Listen, when you present something like that to me, you're going to get one of two answers. Yes, I'm good, or no, I'm not. That's the end of the conversation. That is the end of the conversation. Because I have deemed that that is the end of the conversation. You have to respect that. Because what happens is, is that these people who you may have known for an extended amount of time are going to come to you with legitimate concerns or they're feeling a certain way about it 
and they're, and they're going to present it to you. I am worried. Please talk to me. What's going on? What's going on is the key question here. What's going on? Now, you have the options. You can either lay it all out, or you can keep them at bay. Whichever way you decide is best for you. Now, this does splinter off because if you choose the latter, if you choose to not engage in that topic of conversation, it's not good if you just swallow it and keep it with the intention of lockdown. That's not good. If you can't talk about it or you don't feel comfortable about talking about it right this second, or maybe if it's even with that individual in particular for whatever reason. Doesn't mean that you're mad at them. Doesn't mean that you hate them. Doesn't mean that you don't value their friendship. Don't mean that you don't value their opinion. They don't. Doesn't mean that you think that's stupid or, or anything like that. It's just you're not there. You don't want to talk about it. You have that right. If there's somebody else that you feel more compelled to relay that kind of of conversation with, then that's one thing. But, I mean, if you're just swallowing it, just for the sake of swallowing it, like I, I've talked about this <laughs> over the years at this point, that ain't good either because eventually that will bubble back up to the surface and it winds up becoming three, four times worse than it would if you had just found a different avenue to express how you're feeling, right? But then you get these, these friends, you get these people in your life that will come to you, what's wrong, you indicate one way or the other that you are not interested in having this kind of conversation at this time, they get pissed or their feelings are hurt, or they, in some way or another, make it known that you have made them feel disregarded or not as important as, or something along those lines. I lost a co-host of a show because of that. I'm sure there was other shit too, but that's the one thing that actually did get brought to my table. There's no telling what kind of shit's been talked about behind my back subsequently not that i give a fuck because i've made no bones about the fact that at this stage in my life i don't care about a whole hell of a lot about anything that's not to say i don't have things that i do care about because i do i'm a very passionate person you know what i mean like for the longest time i wore my feelings on my sleeve until my arm got cut off Figuratively speaking, don't anybody freak out. Still got both arms intact. I don't do that anymore. Like, I'm very calculated about who I talk to, what I talk about, and it's nothing personally driven. It's not like so-and-so is going to come up, I'm worried about you. Can we talk about what's wrong with you? My answer is no. It's not because I don't value you. I'm just not there. Sorry. Deal with it. I am. 
I've made no bones, and I, I, I kind of phrased it in a tongue-in-cheek way, like I'm somewhere between the seventh ring of hell and rock bottom. Like, that's just kind of been resonance for me for a minute. But I'm making my way out of it. Actually, I would think I'm more along the round, maybe the fifth or fourth ring of hell at this point. I'm Like, I'm making my way up, right? Takes a minute. It takes a minute. People gotta take, gotta stop taking shit so goddamn personally. If it doesn't work out exactly the way that they want, or they don't get the information that they think that they're entitled to, relax. It ain't the end of the world. It ain't your life. Focus on you. I appreciate the concern. I do. But anybody who knows me for any length of time, especially on a personal level, you know that if I ever get to a point to where I have to ask for help, it's because I have exhausted all my other resources. And I literally do not know what to do. A lot of times they just throw shit at the wall and see what, see what sticks, and every once in a while something sticks. For a reason. I'm like, okay, this is what we're doing. This is where we're going. But I need you to understand something. If you're one of those people that come to me with a legitimate concern, you express to me what your concern is. If I indicate that I'm just not ready to talk about it, or I don't want to talk about it. Continuing to stand your ground on wanting to have the conversation is giving me the back door out and I am taking step by step by step backwards away from that situation because that situation is causing me more uncomfortableness than what would be if I just talked about whatever it is that you wanted to whatever you want to talk about. And that is when my friends and this is a sneak peek into my psyche, that's when shutdown happens. And when I shut down, nobody's prying that motherfucker back open other other than me and it won't happen. A moment before I'm ready. Spoiler. That's the way my brain's wired. Is it the right way? Experts would probably tell you not. No, it's not. I don't need a degree. I don't need diplomas. Hanging on my wall. To verify that I completed some sort of course, class, or otherwise to be an expert on me. I know who and what the fuck I am. I don't, I don't, I'm, I, I guess my point here is I'm giving you guys kind of an insight on how I operate, how I go about things. So perhaps you have a better understanding as to what makes me tick. And maybe, hopefully, it will diminish some of those layers of concern that you have. 
I need you to know that your concern registers with me. It does. But you got to know that I've been doing this shit a long time. Long before I put anything out public on social media or in a podcast or on a YouTube show or a stage show or anything like this. I've been dealing with me for 47 years. Like I know what makes me tick and I know why I tick the way that I do. I'm trying to give you guys some some insight. And I understand and I wholeheartedly know that there there are aspects that I could handle better. And a lot of that could, I suppose, help with communicating. But I also know me well enough to know that until I'm ready, it ain't happening. So you're just pissing in the wind. If that time comes, I'll let you know. If you are not factored into the resolution, I mean, just know that I'm going to do everything that I can at my own pace and my own way to get to the other side of whatever it is that we are dealing with, whatever obstacle has presented itself, whatever challenge lays before me. That's what I do. But I ain't going to sit here and bullshit you and tell you that you know, because I know that there are people who have, have come to me with their concerns. They are not sincere. They are not legit. They are the ones I talked about at the very start of this thing. They are the ones that are trying to get information to use against me. I know it. I've tested it. I've seen it play out. I mean, it's just the way it is. Go bullshit your other friends. You're not going to bullshit me. Okay? And if that's how you present yourself, I am going to shut it down. As far as my participation and your involvement in my life is. Now, there is a point to all of this. And in a moment, I'm going to play you a clip that spawned all of this. Because generally people tune in here for something motivational, something inspirational, right? Like there's something that I will bring to the table in an effort for you to maybe look at things differently, maybe present a different idea or scenario to help you deal with something that you're dealing with, something that I may have done. Like, that's generally what we do here. And I contemplated on whether or not I was going to talk about this because this is a very personally charged type of conversation. And I realize that people are going to blow past this episode because, well, Jason's talking about his feelings again. Yeah. I am because this is my outlet for it. Yeah, I am because believe it or not, there there are aspects, there are scenarios, there are circumstances that I feel more comfortable talking about it here 
sitting in my studio, in my office, in front of a screen, behind a microphone. I, there, are, there are cases where I feel more comfortable here, in this environment, than I would having a full-blown conversation with another human. Does that make me fucked up? Probably to some of you, and I could understand why. But again, this is who I am. I ain't changing. Like, I've done enough changing for, for people over the course of my life. That shit has, is not happening again. This is who I am. This is what I do. You can either take me or you can leave me. Because ultimately, every day, I approach every single day with the mindset that I am going to do something, at least, bare minimum, one thing, today, that's going to make me better than I was yesterday. But it won't be as good as I will be tomorrow. That's how I conduct my life now. Some of you agree with it. Some of you don't. It's fine. Some of you have the, the option to be a part of my life. Other ones, you do not even have that option anymore. Not because of anything that I say, did, feel, or otherwise. It's because how you have presented yourself. And the way you have presented yourself, whether it's to my face or behind my back, has illustrated that you are not an individual that I am going to spend any amount of time, effort, or, or anything else under the sun on you. It serves me no positive purpose. It's a waste of time. Harsh, maybe, but factual. Factual in terms of my world. I know this, I know some of you are listening to this and you're like, oh my God, he's talking about me. I ain't calling nobody out by name. If you, if you take exception to something I said or something I have said has triggered something in you, Maybe the problem ain't with me. Maybe the problem is with you. And you have a problem with getting called out on it. Most people do. Most people hate being called out on shit. Because it makes them realize that they're doing something wrong. Nobody likes to be told that they're doing something wrong. They think we, we think we do everything right. And the rest of the world fucking sucks. Well, the rest of the world does kind of suck. But at the same time, if anything that I have said is making you feel a certain kind of way, I would suggest maybe you start doing some uh, deep diving on your own individuality and how you conduct yourself and what you may have said and done. Sometimes that's a, a, a pretty jagged pill to swallow, but hey, no one said life was going to be smooth sailing, and if they did, they fucking lied to you. Nobody told me that, and I'm still dealing with it. So where does this stem from? What triggered all this? Well, I'll tell you. I made mention, mention of it earlier. I listened to an episode of The Heat Vent with Levi Blue. Dropped this past Friday. And he got to the end of the he got to the end of his episode and like he shifted his focus on me. Now I am not an individual that seeks praise. 
I don't go out looking for flowers, as they say now. I don't. In fact, I get pretty embarrassed when uh, when somebody compliments me or praises me. I don't know if it's so much embarrassment where I immediately start, I immediately, my defense mechanism, my defense mechanism automatically makes me question, are they, are they sincere in what they're saying about me? These nice things that they're saying about me? And a lot of it is trauma related, man. Especially, over, I mean, you look over the last last few years, I've done some pretty controversial, pretty um, noteworthy, and pretty stupid shit that has garnered people to just, I don't even know. I mean, it's, it's made me, it's made me question people's words and where they're coming from. Anytime I'm complimenting on something, I'm like, is this a backhanded compliment? Now, I guess I should say, because I know, especially one of my very good friends is going to hear that because he, he tunes in every single week. He's going to hear that. And like his feelings are hurt right now. Listen, brother, I know it ain't you. I know. And I know there's several of you that are hearing this and they're like, oh my God, he doesn't believe what, what I'm telling him. No, no. And I realize that's how it come across. And I know, I know in my inner circle, whatever is said by the people in my inner circle, good or bad, like that's, that's their honest and sincere takes on that. I recognize that. I, I still have a hard time accepting it, but I don't immediately second guess it you know what i mean i don't i believe it comes from a very sincere place but the majority of you by and large i question immediately yeah it may be the most sincere thing you've ever said and i but i can't help it i immediately like if i let my brain completely take over I would just, I swear to God, I would dismiss it and just throw it out. Just throw it out. Throw it away. Without question, without hesitation. What you've said is bullshit, and I am not even giving it two seconds of thought. Not doing it. And I realize I need to work on that. I realize I need to uh, restore some degree of trust in people. But at the same time, I respond to what's given to me. I respond to what is happening. Now, I want to play this clip that um, was taken from last Friday's episode of The Heat Vent with, with Levi Blue. And... Uh, I didn't know he was going to talk about that. I Like, I don't know what he talks about week in and week out. So I was surprised when I heard it, right? So let's do this. I'm going to run this clip. I want you to listen. 
to this and then I'll be back on, on the flip side of it. My blue Facebook has been directed in other avenues towards the, the network. But right now the network is one of the most important things to me. I appreciate Jason Klaus. I appreciate Amy Sheridan. I wide open arms welcome Kristen Watt to the family with her new show, Say What. You could check that out. Her debut episode was uh, this past Monday. So be sure to check her out. But Jason does so much work for the network. Uh, he's, you know, he, he he doesn't get the kudos or accolades that he deserves. Uh, he brought back Wildman Williams. And I know Wildman Williams, while he's his own individual, Jason has to spend a lot of time going back and forth with Wildman about what he's going to post on the KlausToTheHeart.net website. Because the Wildman can get, as they say, a little bit wild. Jason not only is a content creator, hosts Klaus to the Heart, he co-hosts the real podcast. He helps Kristen Watt with Say What. Uh, he does Klaus and Q. I mean, basically, this network could be called the the, the, the Jason Klaus Network. I mean, he's on 80, 80 to 90% of the shows. I really wish, Jason, I know you're listening to this, and I love you, brother, but you are stretching yourself so thin. Uh Remember what we used to talk about in pro wrestling circles. We get a lot of you on the network. We really, really do. But when we were wrestling, remember what we would say? That less is more. Maybe you might want to, uh, I don't know, man. You, you got so much on your plate right now. It, it kind of, I, I got to be honest with you. It kind of worries me, and I don't know why I'm going off on this tangent. But I love you. I want you to stay healthy and happy. You know, I can't lose another friend. Um, you know, uh, Klaus to the Heart's great. Uh, you know, uh, Q and Klaus is great. You know, us on Power Tripping, or you and Sean on Power Tripping through the 80s is great. But you're always here and you're always available, and I appreciate you. And I love you, and I know this isn't where I was going with this whole cameo thing. But I, you know, just like you, brother, I want to help this network succeed. Anything I can do to help, that's what I'm here to do. Except. So, there you heard some pretty heartfelt words from Levi Blue. No bone, no, it's not a huge secret that the man behind the Levi Blue gimmick character is one of my best friends. One of those guys that I call brother, not because it's a cute catchphrase. I call him brother because that's what I feel for him. He was my tag team partner for a long time in one of the top two best periods of my professional wrestling career was spent with that guy. 
and we were able to bring the success that we had in a wrestling ring and make a transition to audio and video entertainment in realms of podcasting, content creation. Now, you can hear every Wednesday on our show, Power Tripping Through the 80s, you can hear something that you cannot fake, something that is not manufactured. It's as organic as it gets. That's chemistry. That's camaraderie. And he and I have had it for 20 years plus. So when Levi Blue or Sean Grugel goes on the air during his designated time that he has, he can talk about anything. I don't know what Levi Blue is going to talk about week in and week out. I don't get a preview until the file is sent to me for me to put the bells and whistles on it and then upload it to the PFC Entertainment Network feed for the variety of platforms that our shows appear on. It's not like he's handed me a list and says, okay, on this week I'm talking about this, next week I'm talking about that, in three weeks it's going to be this, and a month from now I'm tackling this. I don't get that because I trust him. Now, if he uh, if he sent me some some piece of audio that um, has the potential of being borderline criminal, well, then you know <laughs> he's kind of uh, abused that responsibility or, or abused that luxury because I trust him enough to where I don't have to preview his content. I know what he feels for this network, and I know that he knows that what he says and does is a, is a direct reflection of this network. And in turn, is an extension of me, because this is what I put my heart and soul into now, is building this brand, building this network. He knows that. He worked with me in a completely different arena, but my approach to it was very much the same. In fact, with this network, I put more into it, more of myself into it than I had capable to put into the MWO. Now that's saying something if you if you knew me during that portion of my life. So for him to go on the air and say the things that he did, and I know that is a shared concern for some of you, many of you. There are people that are waiting for me to fail. There are people who are waiting for me to fuck up. There are people who are waiting for me to die. Like that's been a legit message. Made very clear. Didn't even have to read behind the lines or between the lines. That shit, that was the message. Can't wait for you to die. I get it, man. Like, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I I realize people have a pretty strong opinion of me one way or the other. And I realize that I'm responsible for that. My actions, 
are have resulted in this how they respond i get it believe i blew sean grugel i i i i can pretty much say with a certain degree of accuracy that Amy Sheridan would share the same sentiment as Mr. Blue. These are people that genuinely care about me for me, not what I can do for them, not what I can provide in their lives. Like they have a legitimate concern and attachment to me on a personal level. And like I said, I've always had a real issue with, accepting compliments or accepting praise and to hear Levi express those concerns not just concerns but those phrases of adulation and appreciation for what this network is doing for him like that means everything to me because as a, as a kid growing up man like i was i was a nerd i didn't have a whole lot of friends i got picked on terribly i got abused in ways that i don't even fucking talk about from people that were supposed to be my friends or people that I went to school with. Because of what I liked, because of how I dressed, because of this, that, or, or the other thing. So from a very early age, I questioned people's intentions and their motives. At 47 years old, I don't want to have to deal with that shit anymore, and I'm not. You're an individual that makes me feel anything along those lines. You're out of here. No questions asked. Not a fuck to be given. Done. I made changes in my life in an effort to become the best version of myself. I made changes in my life to be happy. To legitimately be happy because that's all I want. And I realize that some of the things that I tapped into in an effort to achieve my happiness, it causes other people ill feelings. I get it. But again, it's my life. While I appreciate your concern, it's my decisions, it's my life. And sometimes I'm pretty stubborn. That is a, I guess, a negative byproduct of my loyalty or my dedication to a person or a, a scenario or a situation. That's on me. That ain't you. And you can tell me until you're blue in the face why I shouldn't do this or I shouldn't say that or this. If I haven't come to terms with that, It's going to be a fence, you know? But I need you to know that every single day I do make an attempt. I do put in the effort to make today better than it was yesterday. 
but not as good as it will be tomorrow. I attempt that every single day. Some days I have better success than, than others. Other days I get knocked back a peg or two, but I keep moving forward because I don't quit. I'm not a quitter. There are There is a difference between just quitting and exhausting your resources. There is a difference. Those of you who have, who truly and sincerely have my best interest in their forefront, I love you. I appreciate you. I see you. I hear you. If you are in that group and you have attempted to have difficult conversations at times where I am not ready to have that conversation, please know it is not because I devalue you or your opinion. It is simply because I am not in the headspace to discuss it. There should be no further discussion about it until I am ready. If you push me, if you prod me, if you try to corner me, I am going, you know what they say, man, you back an animal up into a corner, he comes out swinging and biting and spitting and snorting and everything under the sun to get out of that situation. I am no different. Except when I run, I run. And more often than not, I do not turn around to come back. So please, I implore you, if I say I'm not ready, if I say now's not the time, do not take it personally because it's not a personal attack. It is where I am at internally. Please respect that. If you cannot respect that, I cannot have you in my life. Harsh, I get it, but it's the way it has to be in order for me to achieve my goals, my dreams, my destinations, my level of happiness, and where I ultimately am trying to get to. Your support means more than anything. It means more than I can put words to. Please know that. Please let that be enough for right now. And when the time is right, and when the stars align, and if you are factored into that conversation, you will be the first one to know. With that, we're going to put a bow on this week's episode. Now, unless something catastrophic happens between now and next week, next week will be more motivational. More Next week will be more inspirational to we'll get back on track here. But I felt like this was, like I had to address this. Because I know it, it, it's, it doesn't stem from just one individual. It stems from many of you. And hopefully, even though I use this week's airtime to talk about me, which I don't generally like doing, I felt like I had to address it across the board. So nothing could be taken out of context or misunderstood. It's in audio form. It's in digital audio form. You can go back and listen to this as many times as you need to. But at the end of the day, just know I do appreciate you. But please respect me. With that, um, 
Be sure to uh, check out all of the great shows here on the PFC Entertainment Network. Um, check out our TikTok page. Just look for PFC Network. We've got more content showing up on our YouTube channel. Also look for PFC Entertainment Network there. The official online store, cafepress.com forward slash PFC Network. Go out. Be awesome to yourselves and to each other. We'll see you right back here next week with a brand new episode of the Klaus to the Heart podcast, the flagship show of the PFC Entertainment Network. Do you have a piece of antique or vintage furniture? Something that may have seen its better days and you want to restore it, you want to bring it back to life? I want to tell you about my friend Andrea Bridges who's doing something very, very cool. She actually is in the business of restoring antique and vintage pieces of furniture. She will take your piece, she will refinish it, she will repaint it, she will restore the magic that it was. That it could have been something that belonged to your grandparents, something that was a favorite piece of your mom and dad something that means something to you and you don't want to send it to just anybody you want to send it to the best you want to send it to first and spring designs located in hadley michigan you can find them over on facebook or you can send andrea an email at andrea grace 2015 at outlook.com andrea grace 2015 at outlook.com Explain the situation, explain what you would like to have done, and see what Andrea can do for you. Yeah, you could take it to anybody, but you really want to take it to the best for something that means this much to you. So one more time, look for First and Spring Designs on Facebook. They are located in Hadley, Michigan, or you can send Andrea an email, andreagrace2015 at outlook.com. If you have antique or vintage furniture that needs to be brought back to life, there's only one place that I would take my articles to, and it's where you need to take your stuff to as well. 